And now... It's time... Roger, it's time to rock. Welcome to the Seacast episode three. Episode three. I like that. Thanks. Do it again. Do it again because we can... Edit it out afterwards. No, we can keep it at the beginning. Episode three. So yeah, episode three. If you're not following us already, follow us at the Seacast. One word on Twitter. We've got seven followers so far. It's quite Woo. a following. Who knew we had that many family members? I, I haven't got that many family members, <laughs> but I've definitely got that many people trapped in my basement. Yeah. It's nice of you to give them all internet access. Only to Twitter. If they type anything that I don't like, they know about it. Right, okay. Trust me. Well, I you, thought, you just tell them? Yeah, I just go, I didn't, I didn't really like that. Yeah. <laughs> you said, Tom's a bad, bad man, and he keeps me locked in the basement. And I was vaguely offended by the bad, bad man. I'm, I'm, I'm miffed on your behalf. I know. I mean, that's why I cut off his hands. Uh, uh, um, we found the level of the podcast already. Yes. Tasty, delicious hands. Mm. From Trump. Trump hands. <laughs> you weren't going to mention them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you said specifically I'm, you weren't going to mention I'm it. not mentioning uh, Mr. President-elect, nor the election, other than this. Wait, wait. Before you do realise, if you say anything derogatory about him, he will tweet you. Great. <laughs> he's got like I call you a bad man a very very bad man yeah he's got like 12 million followers I don't think he's I don't think he's going to be interested in tweeting against the things that you know people like us might say about against him but he kind of is capable of that isn't he he's yeah. a bit he's a bit of a weirdo but aside from the election I thought an interesting subject for this podcast would be time travel because I really like time travel is it time? no how about now? no 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 now? yeah I missed it? Yep. I like time travel stories. I was going to say, do you like the idea of time travel or are you actually invented a way to time travel that you've not yet shared with the wider world? Maybe I have, maybe I haven't, Richard. Uh, maybe we've done this podcast many, many times and I really like doing it. That's why I'm continuing to do it. We've done it many, many times, yet. Yeah, this is the one you chose to... to no, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to erase this one. I'm okay. going to go back in time and kill Hitler again. <laughs> Um, a lot of good that did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've got him back anyway. Um, <laughs> politics, politics. Yes, it's hard. It's hard to avoid it. But time travel, what would you do um, if you could um, travel back in time? Well, I think, first of all, we'd need to establish are there any rules against time traveling before I could answer that. Uh, you know, if we travel back in time, would it affect the future or the present or whatever? You know, would it have an effect on what happens Okay, well, let's, let's do that question in two parts. Question one, if you could travel back in time without any effect to anything, what would you do? Question two being, if it affected everything, what would you do? Oh, blimey, that's a big question. So question one is, is probably the easier question, which is, <clears throat> there are no consequences. You can go anywhere you want in time. What would you fancy doing? Have you ever seen Goodnight Sweetheart? The uh, hilarious yes. TV show starring Nicholas Lindhurst. Yes, with delightful puns and yep. delicious writing. By delicious, I mean I like eating dog shit. <laughs> I'd probably do what he did and go back in time and pretend I invented lots of things and wrote lots of songs. Oh, that's yeah, and that's become a massively famous for someone else's hard work. Is that what happens in that? Yeah, well, 
Yeah, as a, it's kind of the side thing in that he, I think he, in one episode, I mean, this makes it sound like I really have a passion for this program and I remember it really well, but yes, I'm sure that's, at some that's point... That's, of course, not the case no, at all, I is it, No, I don't have the box sets that I watch religiously every night. Um, I, at some point, he goes back and plays either a Beatles song or John Lennon, you know, in like an, an old East End pub and uh, claims to have written it. Can you imagine if you if you did that and what you showed to everyone was really really poorly received <laughs> like i'm well, morris the fuck is that <laughs> you went back to a certain type in time in history you know you went back to henry the eighth and you played him imagine yeah and he just killed you for witchcraft yeah. or something like yeah, that yeah i imagine i have an axe yes how dare you have imaginations i am the king die I mean, johnny b good didn't go well johnny b good went okay in Back to the Future it was, uh, his, it was his end bit wasn't it they yeah, just weren't it was his, prepared his, his for metal breakdown um, so question two if there was consequences uh, is there anything you'd want to change not necessarily personal history just in history I think it's a tough one because you never know what your changes could actually what the, 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 the further repercussions of changing things could, could do you know, if you went back and and killed Hitler earlier to save all those people in the in the war, maybe that would have martyred him. And, yeah. And somehow he would, uh, you know, would be living in a very different world because he would be held up as a man of great ideas. Some, you know, you never know. So it's it's a, it's a very hard one to say. What would you do? Would you would you go back and warn people about natural disasters? Yeah, that's a good that's a good question. And, and where would you stop? I mean, what if you saved one thing but didn't save another thing? Would you have to con You know. How do you choose which is the most important thing to save? It's the um, Superman dilemma, isn't it? I suppose that's one of the most uh, important uh, dramatic devices in all the Superman comics and films, that he has to choose who or what he's going to save at any one time because he can't be in two places at once. Yeah. I think with the Hitler thing as well, what you were saying, the fact that A, you would martyr him, but B, if you didn't allow history to sort out that fascism... Would it have continued to happen? And also, there was kind of a level of enlightenment after they got rid of that. And yeah. there was a level of progression with, you know, races and sexuality that we've kind of not known before, I don't think, as a civilization. Or maybe we have, but, you know, in ancient times. And it makes you wonder about taking it to politics again, but only very slightly. If things do go wrong again, in terms of fascism and stuff... Mm. Maybe if we destroy them again, the, the, the consequences of finally ripping it off and, and, you know, fixing the problem properly, as opposed to, I guess, the problem wasn't completely fixed in the first place. Maybe, maybe that will, you know, destroy it once and for all. Yeah. So it is an interesting one. I think, I think, because I've often thought about this, because I read a lot of books that are um, time, time travel oriented. And I do like the concept as a as a kind of a literature device, a story device. Mm. And I've often thought that my favourite thing to do if I had a time machine would just be to fuck with people. <laughs> you know. In what sense? Um, I guess, like, uh, how you were saying, you'd go to Henry VIII and, and sing him a song and he'd call you a, a witch or a wizard or, you know, you know uh, and you'd get done for um, as a heretic. Mm. But you could do that, you know. You could bring back inventions from the future and really mess with people's heads in the past which would be quite funny yeah um you could you could go back and pretend you're a psychic 
you know you could like you how you said you could you can take the 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 fame and the the artistic integrity from the future back to the past and pass it off as yourself but yeah. you could also say right uh, Marilyn Monroe is going to die today you go to a pub and say Marilyn Monroe is going to die today and then on the news Marilyn Monroe dies and you could just you know yeah that that would be fun i think until you get arrested for, for murdering yeah. many, many, many famous people. It suddenly becomes too much of a coincidence that one person yeah. knows of all these people and are going to die and all these natural disasters are going to happen. Yeah. Have you have you seen many or read many time travel I've, stories? I've not read many. I've I've watched a lot of time travel films and um, did you see shows. Um, there's always a flaw, isn't there? If, 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 when you start to think about time travel yes. there's always a flaw well there's that paradox thing isn't there there's always there's always I mean you look at Terminator 2 as a prime a prime example of um, the problem with it which is so Terminator 2 because Terminator 1 doesn't have the problem because Terminator 1 doesn't definitively it, she defeats the Terminator that's after her but she doesn't change the future she just defeats that Terminator that robot from the future However, in Terminator 2... Well, you don't know. That might have consequences. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, they, they... Yeah, because doesn't that reflect on Terminator 2 and they, they find his arm and that's how Cybernet is Yes, built? exactly. But So that, that, that works because that's causality. So that's like a loop. Yeah. However, at the end of Terminator 2, he, he, they remove the arm. They uh, melt Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator. Spoiler alert. <laughs> if you haven't seen Terminator 2... I don't care for you. <laughs> um, if they melt Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator, they basically erase any potential for these to become a future thing. Uh, and therefore, your argument is, well, if they got rid of it all, how did that Terminator come back from the future to help them get rid of it all? Mm. It, it suddenly cuts the loop out. So unless you go down the whole route of... Uh, Two futures. Yeah. Which, you know, I don't, I don't think is as fun. I don't think there'll ever be a time travel movie where you can't pick a plot hole in it. There is, it, I feel like there is one. There is one. Which one? It's, uh, it's called Time Crimes. It's a Spanish film. No, I've never seen it. Uh, and it's just basically that a guy... That really dismissive. Spanish, I've never seen it. I've never no, seen I've that. I don't watch foreign films. Spanish people <laughs> speaking their Spanish language. Anyway, the Spanish film. There's a Spanish film, yes, Time Crimes. So I don't want to give the plot away, but essentially it's about a normal guy who finds a machine that does the, does the time travel hmm. um, and there's already clues throughout before this occurs and it just is the whole film is just a loop. Right. So it's a closed loop. It ends nice. It wraps everything up. There are no plot holes. There is no moment in the film that isn't already strategically planned to fit with you know, mm. the rest of the film. And I, I couldn't pick it apart. It's very well done. It's entertaining. It's kind of... Uh, it has scary, odd moments. Um, but a definite recommend for anyone who likes their time travel story to be without plot holes. <laughs> um, it's becoming the genre in itself, I feel. What, having plot holes? <laughs> yeah, well, that is definitely. But uh, the whole time travel thing, you, you see it in a lot of places. I can't think of many recently, though. Have I been um, forgetful? There's Looper. Yeah, Looper. I enjoyed that. 
Although that is a massive plot hole. Well, it does not a plot hole so much, it just doesn't make sense. But that's time travel. I think I think we've run out of time travel things to talk about. <laughs> Already. Yeah. Okay, time's up. The future is here now. So let's talk about um the other thing I was gonna talk about was uh, because of the event of uh, Planet Earth two. If well, anyone's I'm- watched Planet Earth two the uh, the moment with the iguana just stunning yeah my favorite bit of the second episode of planet earth 2 was the flamingos yes their walking was just hilarious it, it's it's amazing how funny nature is i also like how uh, david attenborough was kind of nonplussed as to why they do it <laughs> so they walk around like a bunch of twats they're looking around aren't they like they're just they're walking backwards and forwards in like a really robotic straight line it's kind of they look like hipsters yeah they're doing a hipster walk yeah they're doing what they're doing just just looking around by moving their necks and not their bodies like "Eh, eh, eh." and kind of shuffling their feet so it doesn't actually look like they're moving yeah and uh, i love david when when this was happening because nobody knows how they mate but by the end of this they're all paired off (laughs) it's kind of like anything you would see in a nightclub on a friday night isn't it it is it's the um Pop world equivalent for flamingos. Pop world. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you'd been to pop world, Richard. I've not been to pop world, but I, I am you aware just, of it. You just know of pop world. Yeah, there, there is one in every city. The only thing I remember from ever going to pop world is um, tragedy by steps, because it seems to be on a loop. <laughs> it is just that cheese ball music, isn't it? Yeah. The, the only time I've been in the pop world, I was with it was a, it was a work do after work. And um, my, work do after work, work do after work, yeah. <laughs> and um, my boss got threatened by some 16 year old little oik in the toilets. I wow. can't remember why it just uh, started on little oik, no yeah. Little oik, I like that. Um, for, for no reason whatsoever, for no reason. I think it was because he was wearing a suit. Wow, yeah, you don't wear a suit in Pop World, mate. <laughs> God, we've been wearing a, wearing a suit in here, hey, yeah, and the um. You can't dance to steps if you're wearing a suit. I can't remember whether we actually hit him or not, or whether we just threatened to hit him. I'll tell you, wouldn't, I'll tell you, wouldn't like a suit. H. H from <laughs> steps wouldn't <laughs> like a suit. H H stands for hate suits. Yeah. Bradley. Bradley from S Club 7. <laughs> he fucking hates suits. Get out, Pop World. Or else you'll reach for the fucking stars. See, I can't join in with this guy. I'm actually struggling to think of any other names <laughs> of any other pop stars from crappy bands like that. Um, um, you know the there was bewitched, wasn't there? Well, I was, was going to make a bewitched comment about one of the Irish denim-clad um, great singers, songsters. Yeah, they were an awful band, weren't they? What but all that the- sort of stuff's coming back into vogue, isn't it? Like really bad bands are, yeah. are able to reform now, and people see. I think it it's on the back cool. of the old fascism thing that's coming. Yeah, back. I blame Trump. Yeah, fascism's um, back. The nineties are back, which are, which is worse than fascism. Well, I don't know. I'm a nineties. I'm a nineties kid, so I. Was, you know, okay, my, my I like nineties indie. Yeah. I'm nineties kid. Well, yeah, yeah, because I grew up in the nineties. Because born in the eighties, but I can't abide by the nineties pop, like what we've just been mentioning. Yeah, steps. The cause. What happened to the cause? The one male in the cause. I can't remember his name. The guitar playing brother um, became a massive uh, conspiracy theory nut. Did he? Yeah. So he's he's got a position in Trump's new White House, then, has he? <laughs> he's the new Secretary of State. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Foreign Affairs Minister. He's um he's properly went to Lally. They came back. I remember seeing him on on some TV show last year. They they did try and do a comeback, but they 
so insipid and, and boring that no one cared. The only good thing about the cause was the lead singer because she was attractive. And that's the only reason they got on any TV shows. It's not their songs were any good. It's just Chris Evans fancied her and um, put her on TFI and then everyone else fancied her and put her but on he never, shows. he never went out with her though, did he? Not like Billy. So. No, not like Billy. TFI was good. TFI was great back in the day. Um, um, don't forget your toothbrush. I remember being good. Don't, don't was, forget your what? Don't forget your toothbrush. I love that. Right, toothbrush. Toothbrush. Yeah. Um, Very regional. I remember it being good, but I can't imagine it stands up to the test of time. I never watched The Big Breakfast, so don't know what he was like on that. And I didn't really listen to Radio 1. I, I would catch it occasionally on the, before school, but I wasn't an adamant. Wow, we're getting into real 90s territory we are. here. The Big Breakfast. I never watched it, though. I don't know anything about The Big Breakfast. Oh, it was, I never ever watched it. It was just, it was kind of like, I suppose it's the epitome of Keith Chegwin. <laughs> the epitome of Keith Chegwin. <laughs> that sounds like a TV show all in itself. Yeah, the epitome. It's some kind I'd of... I'd watch the epitome of Keith Chegwin. Would you watch it if it was like a serious drama about um, his psyche? Or yeah. would, you, would you want it to be like some strange, bizarre game show with... No, it would have to be... A, with Gunge. It would have to be a drama with Gunge. A drama about Keith Chegwin's psyche, and uh, it would involve Pat Sharp, the twins... I had an email from Pat Sharp once. Did you? Yeah. Was it about jingles? By it was, yeah, yeah. Pitching for work. I met him at a party. Did you? Uh, yeah. And um, everyone was getting photos with him, so... Because I'm not like that. Yeah. There's a person in our office who's particularly like that. Did she get so, a photo? Yeah, so she got a photo. So he said, you want a photo? So I said, yeah, fair enough. Why, why not? Maybe he recognised you. And yeah. he was like trying to be cool and just like, oh. Yeah, always happens, Tom. Richard, yeah. Um, um, so, excuse me, mate. Do you want to <laughs> get a photo Do you want a photo with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wondered why he took it on his camera. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he took a photo with me and... I wasn't making any attempt to talk to him. I was just like, this is the photo. I'm going to go in a minute. And he went, I bet you wonder what happened to the twins. I was like, <laughs> in my head, I was going, no, actually, I don't care. Uh, uh, Did you engage with him and I'd just politely say, yeah, you know what? I was thinking about that the other day. And in my head, I was going, no, I don't care. But out loud, I said, yeah, of course. I'm, you know, I'm really eager to know. And he went, I haven't slept since the 80s trying to work out what happened to them. He said, they're still in my boot. <laughs> Did he actually that's say what that? he said he said I, I keep them in my boot I can go and show you later on if you want I was like not only did you invite this joke you made it as creepy as possible so I was like I kind of went like I don't this. think it was a joke I kind of went huh bet you do that all the time don't you and he's like yeah all the time I was like great it's almost like there's certain characters or celebrities that exist only in the 90s well, yeah, I think maybe certain periods of time do have certain characteristics and personalities become popular. Do you think that's disappearing, though, with um, YouTube and... Because they, no, they're, because they're coming they, in and out so all, quickly. But I think they all have a similar character facets. But they have... brain-dead idiots. Far less shelf life, shall we say. Yeah, but I don't think that's necessarily due to their personalities or their... Um, what they're doing i think it's just the case of the attention span is you know we're, we're so so much media around that everyone's vying for attention so everyone's always looking for the next big thing so there's no one's got any time to develop or be kept um at well, certain i don't think you'll ever have stars celebrities well, the way we used to have yeah them. it's all about i mean this is the thing i've noticed a lot of people a lot of kids these days you ask them what they want to do and they don't say, I want to do this and be successful in this field. Although some of them do. Hmm. But the majority of kids will say, 
I want to be famous. Yeah. And they won't attribute that to anything. And they'll go, well, how do you want to be famous? And they'll go, well, I would be an actor or I'll be a singer or I'll be... And it's like, well, you're not, you're not picking... You're picking your your goal is to be famous by any means, as opposed to you've got being an artist, yeah. and then having the fame, you know, come as a consequence of well, doing something amazing with your artwork. Yeah, you watch X Factor, and they all they all bang on about how they've they've worked really hard to get to this position. It's like, well, you haven't really. A, you're 17, so you haven't worked that hard because you're not old enough to have worked that hard. Not because you haven't tried necessarily, but just you've not been around long enough. And B, what do your classes working on? Because you've been singing at school since you were. 12 yeah that's not working hard working hard is writing songs learning instruments going out and gigging if you've done all that then and, yeah, and, and going through life as well and having the experience to go i need to write a song about this because it was horrendous and i need to kind of get yeah. it out of my head yeah i've got they to i've got to write something down i've got to sing i've got to do this theirs is just well i can sing and but, people who sing get on tv and become famous and they make some money so i'll just do that because you know they from they go from they go on X Factor where they've apparently always wanted to be singers, they they win or they come somewhere in there they you know they release two songs and the next thing they're acting, and then that doesn't work out properly for them so they're on another reality TV show and then they're presenting. There's no passion there for what they want to do. It's no. just they're doing something to fill the time. Well, what's what's really telling is what you've just said that they they finish being, you know, in vogue for that particular field mm. singing. And then someone invites them to do a soap. And they're, they're so desperate to keep the level of fame that yeah. they've been doing that they will literally do anything. They'll release, you know, they, they suddenly just become an extension of whatever brand they've built up. So they release an autobiography by the time they're 21. Yeah. They, which I've, ne- I've, I've, I've never read any of these things, but I'd be fascinated to know what's actually in them because they, they've not done, you know, an autobiography when I was younger was you were in your 80s and you were about to die. So you told your life story. Yeah. And it was interesting because it wasn't an easy life story. Yeah, it wasn't lived. I finished school. And then I went on a tally show, and now I'm a bit famous, and then I did, I'm yeah, a celebrity. It's just cash-ins. And then they release, you know, they release a perfume, and then they release Do you think it'll die? Biscuits. I'm not sure it will. I think this is the world we've inherited. I think uh, it'll, you think it'll never die? I don't think so, because I think there's so many... Do you think we could kill it? I think it'd be very hard to kill it. I, well, I, I, think, I think the way to kill it... I think and, the in, killing the internet, because I often... I often wonder whether the internet has actually been a, you know, oh, no, for, for it's all its positives, part of me does wish we could go back to all life this, before the internet. All of this um, social upheaval, all this uh, political outrage and these, you know, it doesn't matter what side you're on, whether you voted to leave Europe or stay or whether you voted for Trump or you didn't vote for Trump. The two sides, they seem to despise each other. Mm. Um, and that's because when you're on your social media you delete or you remove from your feed the social views or the political views of newspapers and other people's news that you don't agree with. So you're just consuming people who are just going, yes, Back, you're right. Yes, you're your right. argument or, yeah. or making so it slightly worse. it's just totally polarizing the two things. And, you know, I think we could kill this reality kind of fame for the fame's sake thing. I think the way to do it and I don't think many people would be interested in doing it because we're inherently selfish, is to do the thing that we, that so many people in the past have become famous for. So the singing, you know, singing and writing amazing stuff, like really, really amazing stuff, mm. um, producing outstanding artwork. 
creating a film that just absolutely blows your mind, to do all these things and put zero price tag on it, to devalue its entire existence. Because once it becomes free from the, the that's kind monetary of value... That's kind of what's happening though, isn't it? Yeah, I guess, with, but, with, with but there's, no, there's no... I think that is what's happening with them, but the problem is there's no quality. There's no true... Ta- true talent now demands to be paid. It's entitled... And mm. I think if you get rid of that entitlement, maybe you crumble the walls of the entire so, I, so system. I'm not sure that would work because I, I still think people would f- go for the lowest common denominator. Even if even if great art was made free, I, I don't think people would ha- take the time to engage their brains in a way that. Do you think it'd be something subconscious where they'd just? I think those that people we're so used to you know skim reading and and just taking in the the least amount of information and, and always going for the easy way out that detail. And sitting down for two hours in a cinema in the dark is just not happening. I mean, I, you know, I'm guilty of it myself. I sit there watch, watch, with a film that I want to watch, and yet after ten minutes, I'll look at my phone. Yeah, because it's habit forming, and that you know, before phones, that never happened. It's interesting because it's like, you know, concentration spans are yeah. so short now, and you wonder whether it's. I mean, most people, I think, from our perspective as uh, creators would go, well, that's quite scary and it's not a good thing. Mm. However, we don't actually know whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, why does the attention span need to be so stringent as it was? Yeah. As I, long, th- th- my only concern is that people do good things for other people, you know, that's, yeah. That, and, and that we look forward to fixing things that humanity might not have But I think all, all of these things well that we've been talking about all come down to the fact of they, they make people more selfish. Yes. And I think that's the inherent problem is everyone's always on the lookout for themselves. How can I make myself look better? How can I myself achieve what I want to achieve? No, there's no thought to how can I help the wider world? Is what that's I'm doing, disappeared, hasn't it? Yeah, is what I'm doing having an impact on the person next to me? And I think that's what's lacking. But then I also think, you know, if we look at, if we try and look at ourselves objectively and what we're saying now, are we actually no worse than in the 1950s when people were saying rock and roll music was the devil's yes, music? Yeah. You know, is, is every generation consigned to becoming what their parents were and, and hating the next thing that comes along? And maybe that is the case. And you say that a lot of people are selfish, but, and I agree, I definitely agree with that sentiment, but I think um, there are a lot of people who aren't selfish as well. Yeah. And when you, when you see all this... I, I just don't think they have the majority voice. I don't think it's always like, it's that thing of you know they don't it's always they don't the idiots. speak up do they? It's the idiots who have they the louder shout voice. louder yeah, yeah. and um, then drown you out. So this is a comedy podcast. Um, <laughs> it's gonna you're gonna laugh. You're don't gonna worry, cry. I'm going to edit this with some comedy fart noises, yeah. <laughs> so people will actually be howling with laughter at that last ten minutes. Just every so often, f- yeah. I think I think if we want to link what we've been talking about to how we started about time travel. I think the sentiment we've just realised is that we're going to go back in time and kill Tim Berners-Lee. Is that his name? Tim Berners-Lee? The creator of the internet. Is that who it is? Isn't it? Well, I don't know. How I thought I it know? was. I'm sure that's his name. Tim something. I, if that's his name, that's his name. And <laughs> if, I'll it's tell not, you what, if, if it's, it's not, not his name, we're just going to go randomly back in time and kill some random well, man no, no, Tim no. Berners-Lee. If it's not his name, it's because we've already been back in time. Yeah, and, and erased we kind him. of messed things up. We yeah. killed Tim Berners-Lee, who invented the time, machi- uh, time machine. He invented <laughs> both the time machine and the internet in the He's past. He's a clever man. Yeah, but uh, because, because we killed him, 
Someone else invented it. And yeah. that's the timeline we're now living in. It's the future. Welcome to the future. Uh, I would kill um, Ken Burns. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice that, that minor beat where I was thinking, yeah. who the hell's Who's Ken, Ken Burns? Burns. So in case Ken you wonder, Ken Burns invented the um, where you get a still image or... Yeah, it's just a still a, image, yeah, isn't it? You get a, a still image on a documentary or a film, and the still image moves slightly, or you, you zoom, zoom in or out zoom it, slightly yeah. into it. Now, why the fuck do we need that? If it's a still image of a man uh, who's suspected of murder and he's in a newspaper from a cutout in a documentary, why does it have to be moving? I want to <laughs> read what it says on the page, Ken Burns, you twat. And uh, yeah, so he pioneered it, and they called it. Uh, uh, they just called it. So, Ken Burns, he was so creative they? that they asked him what he was going to call it, and he just went, "Ken Burns." Ke Ken Burns. I imagine he did it like this: pushed his glasses up his nose, and went, uh, "It's called Ken Burns." Yeah. Actually, he was a, he was a life and soul of the party. If you if you made a cocktail, they're like, "Man, this cocktail's amazing, Ken. What is it? What's it called?" Called Ken Burns. Wow, yeah, Ken Burns. Uh, is that um? You know that gym equipment that you, you, you made for my dad? What's, what's that called? Well, it may surprise you to know that this is uh, this piece of equipment here, this piece of lifting equipment is called uh, Ken Burns. Ken, we had sex the other week, and uh, I, I've got a very strange uh, fungal discharge from my anus, uh, and my doctor can't tell me what it is. Do you know what it might be? That, my friend, would be Ken Burns, and I think you'll find it really does. Burn. <laughs> That's your most hasted piece of technology, isn't it? The Ken Burns. Yeah, I I Editing. really dislike the Ken Burns because I just don't understand its its format or function. <laughs> you don't think it looks good? No, yeah. no, not at all. Fair enough. And I, I hate that the that in, in some of the edi editing software that we use, it's a default, it's a default <laughs> setting. Yes, it is. So it just starts moving your pictures around. And you're like, eh, and it's no. really hard to use. Just to make a slight alteration. Yeah, it to never it. goes where you really. Never want really. It no, to go. it doesn't. I think I think we're. Uh, we uh, run out of time. We haven't run out of time, but I, I I was thinking. Because time is infinite. Time is infinite, especially when you have a time machine that yeah. involves. Uh, it's not called a time machine, though, Richard. What's it called? It's called a Ken Burns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think that thus concludes episode three. It's been. It's been happy, it's been sad, it's been emotional. It's been serious. It's been serious. It's serious times we're living in. Has it been entertaining, though? Well, yeah. only time will tell. It, it, well, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, iTunes uh, report. Popularity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what we usually yeah. Which uh, links us nicely, segueing into the fact that we are available to listen to on iTunes. If you want to subscribe, search the Seacast in the uh, iTunes store. Follow us on Twitter, at the Seacast, C spelt like the ocean. Yeah, and that's one word, so yep. no spaces, no underscores. No dashes. I hate underscores, that's another thing. <laughs> underscores and Ken Burns. Underscores and Ken Burns. It's like, a, that's a band, isn't it? Yeah, Ken Burns and the underscores. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that, we're off. Bye. Bye. Is that the end, then? Yes. Oh, I was quite enjoying that.